This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, October 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Key USMCA Democrats trek to Mexico. Cold blast threatens late maturing crops. And railroad disclosure rule wins praise. Pence stumps for USMCA. Vice President Mike Pence is visiting a farm in Iowa today to tout the benefits of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Pence will visit Manning Farms near Waukee in Iowa's 1st Congressional District. It's represented by first-term Democrat Amy Finkenauer. She's still on the fence about supporting USMCA. Pence will be joined by Iowa's two Republican senators and Governor Kim Reynolds. House Democrats not satisfied with Mexico pledges. A delegation of House Democrats led by Ways and Means Committee Chair Richard Neal is back from Mexico, and the lawmakers are still looking for further proof that the country will live up to its promises on labor reform. Mexico's dedication to supporting the creation of new unions that aren't constructs of corporations or the government is still one of the biggest reservations lawmakers have when it comes to supporting the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Neil and others met with Mexican President Andreas Manuel Lopez Obrador and others to go over the country's budget and funding to implement the labor reforms. Neil said he was eager to see Mexico demonstrate its commitments to implementing the changes necessary to realize its own vision for reform and meet the demanding labor and enforcement standards that will be required by the renegotiated NAFTA. Meanwhile, GOP lawmakers continue to press House Democrats to move quicker on USMCA ratification. We were heartened to hear Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and other leading House Democrats recently say that impeachment politics won't get in the way of legislative action. That's Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa and Representative Kevin Brady of Texas writing at an editorial for USA Today. We hope that's true, but their actions will speak louder than words. The clock is ticking and Americans are waiting for Congress to pass USMCA so they can reap the benefits of an agreement well negotiated by the president. New complications ahead of China talks. Just ahead of the new round of trade negotiations with China, the State Department is imposing new visa restrictions on Chinese leaders believed to be responsible for the mistreatment of ethnic Muslim minorities. In announcing the move, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said that China must end its draconian surveillance and repression release all those arbitrarily detained and cease its coercion of Chinese Muslims abroad. Pompeo's action follows measures announced by the Commerce Department on Monday. The trade talks are set to take place Thursday and Friday in D.C. Now, don't miss this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Our stories include a look at how soybean producers are struggling to replace the Chinese market, plus the results of a five-year study of crop insurance and organic agriculture. We also have the latest on off-target effects of dicamba usage. U.S. dairy did well in Japan deal, but once more. Japan agreed to make significant tariff cuts on U.S. dairy products in the new limited trade pact signed with the White House this week. But U.S. producers and exporters are still hoping for more access when the countries complete a second, more comprehensive deal, according to industry sources. 
While Japan did agree to eliminate its tariffs on U.S. cheese over 15 years, U.S. producers did not get the same large quota for 20,000 metric tons that the European Union got in its deal with Japan. The U.S. did get a 150 metric ton quota for only processed cheese, but industry sources say they are hoping to get much better treatment and a subsequent agreement that the U.S. trade officials say is already being worked on. U.S. producers say they are also still hoping to get Japanese quotas for butter, milk powder, and evaporated milk. Still, the dairy provision in the U.S.-Japan deal gives U.S. producers about 80% of what they would have received if the U.S. had not pulled out of the TPP. For example, Japan has agreed to increase quotas for whey and eventually cut all tariffs on that product. Farmers bracing for a cold blast. A winter storm system rolling through the Rockies could soon threaten slowly maturing crops along the northern plains and Midwest that are already well behind schedule. USDA Chief Meteorologist Brad Rippey says the storm could cause yield losses in northern Iowa and Minnesota. Almost all of the corn has at least reached the dented stage there, so you might take a few percentage points off yield potential because it is dented but hasn't reached full maturity, Rippey said. A very small percentage of crops in the far northern production areas could be lost entirely if the freeze comes in and nips the crop as expected. This is shaping up to be one of the slowest harvests on record. Only 15% of the corn crop and 14% of the soybean crop is in the bin so far. That's behind the five-year average of 27% for corn, 34% for soybeans. Senators demand investigation of JBS. Two senior members of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee are appealing to the Trump administration to investigate the business transactions of Brazilian meat processing giant JBS. In a letter to Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin and Senators Marco Rubio of Florida and Bob Menendez of New Jersey, they say the company's bribery scandal in Brazil, as well as its ties to the Maduro regime in Venezuela and its growing reliance on Chinese financing, raise concerns about U.S. food security. Rubio and Menendez want the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States to open a review of JBS U.S. business transactions. The growing trend of foreign investment in our food system demands increased attention and scrutiny in order to safeguard our nation's food supply, the letter says. Letter also notes that JBS acquired a series of U.S. packing interests, including Swift Foods, the beef processing operations of Smithfield Foods, the majority of Pilgrim's Pride poultry operations, and Cargill's pork processing operations. Looking for bison meat? There's an app. A new app called Bison Bison will allow shoppers to feed their appetite for bison meat more easily. The app was created by the National Bison Association using a grant from the USDA's Farmer's Market Program. It allows users to find local bison producers that offer meat sales on farm or at farmer's markets. The app also will provide information on farms that offer vacation opportunities, wedding venues, or tours. Here's today's He Said It. Our meeting with President Lopez Obrador shed further light on the Mexican government's desire and intentions to carry out its labor justice reform. But the United States needs to see those assurances put into action. That House Ways and Means Chairman Richard Neal. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, October 9th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.